Praise God. Open your Bible to the book of Revelation. And this is Palm Sunday, but uh, I want to say that Palm Sunday was actually, part, partially, was a forecast of what was going to happen someday in heaven. Did you know that? Palm Sunday was uh, uh, actually happening to show people, uh, partially, part of the reason was to show people what would happen in heaven someday. And Jesus Christ is not just a good teacher. Jesus Christ, it was not and is not just a rabbi. He's not just a good philosopher, although he is all those things. He was a teacher, a rabbi, a good philosopher. He's not just a great physician, although he was the great physician, still is. Has there anybody in here been healed by the Lord? Praise God. He's still the great physician. And so Jesus was not just a popular symbol or a person that could draw five or 10,000 people out on a hillside. He was not just a man who could take a few loaves and fishes and divide them and they miraculously would feed 5,000 people, but he did that. Jesus was not just the Son of Man. He was the Son of God. And the Bible says that when he came into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, which we're celebrating today, they laid palm branches in the path that he entered in. They said, it says in the Gospels, that Jesus came and rode on a, a, a young donkey. And that fulfilled a prophecy, by the way, to show who he was. And they took palm branches and they lay, they waved them and they laid them at his feet. And you just think about that. Simultaneously, all over Jerusalem, people took palm branches, waving them and laying them for that donkey to walk over as Jesus entered the city. There was a reason for that. First of all, it was to honor who he really was that he was the Messiah that they had been looking for for thousands of years. For 4,000 years, they had been looking for a promised one of God to come to earth and fulfill the prophecy that the kingdom of God would come to earth. They believed at the time, however, that he was going to conquer Rome and set them free. He had to teach them that was not exactly his purpose for being there. But he still was king of kings. And so, you know, we're looking at Palm Sunday today. And wouldn't it be phenomenal if Jesus Christ just showed up here in our church? Wouldn't that be phenomenal? If he just showed up. How many know the Lord can go anywhere he wants to go? And he can show up in spirit, but he can show up in body. He can show up in dreams and visions. He can come and put his hand on your shoulder, and you will know that he is the king of kings and lord of lords. And so a palm branch is the least that we could do. Symbol of peace and a symbol of royalty. And so Jesus was the king of peace. It says in Revelation... Uh, chapter 7, verse 9. Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. This has not happened yet, but it will happen. 
Because every single thing in the Bible has come true, except for the things in our future. And so I'm betting that since 100% of the things in our past were prophesied correctly, that the things in our future in the Bible will also come to pass. And everyone should pay attention to that in the world today because God is still the king. Jesus is the king. It says in chapter 7, verse 9, After this I saw, John is writing, John is writing this, After this I saw a great multitude which no man could number. And this was in heaven, by the way. And he says it was people from all nations, people of all kinds, people of all languages. And they stood before the throne and they stood before the Lamb of God. And these people were clothed in white robes and they had palms in their hands. And so this is something that's going to happen in the future when the people gather around the throne of the king in heaven, and they even in heaven they're going to bring palms in their hands, waving at the king and laying it at his feet as a symbol of royalty and identifying him as who he is. The biggest problem people face in life has the simplest solution, and that is simply identifying for themselves who Jesus really is. If you can identify who Jesus really, really is in your life, and you can, like that song says, have it in your heart, in your heart, in your heart, you can know it in your head and have it in your heart, then you have an advantage over most people alive today. Because most people really don't believe that Jesus is God. They really, I mean, truly, most human beings on the planet right now don't actually believe that Jesus can give them eternal life, that Jesus will give them a new body that fits to live forever in heaven. Most people just don't really grasp it. And it's sad because the Lord wants all to be saved. The Lord wants every man, every woman, every boy, every girl to be saved. I've been thinking maybe we ought to have a revival here at Union Valley. Uh, You know about, what is it, five years ago, Kelly Wright came and did a revival here at Union Valley, I believe it was. Um, You know Kelly Wright. He was was a reporter on Fox News, and then he was on, he had a show on BNC until just a week ago, I think. But he called me. Uh, Wednesday night, and he said, Brother Randall, I've just been feeling like I really want to come back to Union Valley and preach and sing. So we need to get that going, I think, and set a time, and uh, because we can't get enough of the Lord right now. And I can't get enough of the Lord right now. People will let you down, but God never fails. People will go the wrong direction, but Jesus is always going the right way. And so John said, after this, I, after, the, after what? After what? Well, after the last vision he was just given. And the vision he had seen before that was 144,000 preachers and priests of God that he had, God had chosen 
sealed them. You know what it means to be, in this case, in this case, you know what it meant to be sealed by God? It meant they were protected by the angels of God and no one could kill them until they finished their mission on earth. How many would love to be sealed by God? You see, I think that we are sealed by the blood of Jesus. I believe the Bible teaches us that we have a certain number of days here. And even though the devil tries to stop us, he tries to discourage us, he tries to hit us where we live, only Jesus can determine the final day of a Christian. The devil cannot kill us because we're covered by his blood. One day the Lord will call us home. And it'll be our day, but it'll be up to God. It's up to God when his children come home. It's up to him. We don't have to live in fear. We don't have to live with our guard up all the time to the point that we can't really function normally. We need to learn, and it's hard, but we need to learn to trust in Jesus. We need to learn that he is the only person who can call you home, and he will. We lost a great, great part of our church this week as Minnie Ellen Sanders passed away yesterday at the age of 100, and we all miss her. It's never been a, never been a time since I've been here that she wasn't here unless she was sick and that went for Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesday night and Sunday school unless she was feeling unable to be here and she drew her last breath yesterday and it was no accident her soul left her body yesterday and it was not by chance it didn't happen because of medicine or because of doctors or because of anything except that Jesus called her home to be with him yesterday. This is what you can count on as a Christian. There's no need to live in fear. John said, I saw 144,000 and they were to minister to the nations that Jesus is Lord and God's put a seal on them so that the devil could not kill them, so that the Antichrist could not kill them. This hasn't happened yet. This is in our future. It is going to happen. 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes spanning the globe telling people, don't listen to the big screen. Don't listen to what you see on your device. Listen to Jesus Christ and him alone. And we're in a situation today in the world where we're on the verge of World War III. We have Europe that is in turmoil. We have rising tensions in the Baltic states and throughout that region of the world, we have rising tensions between Iran and Israel because Iran is just about to get their nuclear bombs completed and ready. We are not to live in fear. We're to live in thanksgiving and we're to live in praise because the kingdom of God is coming to earth. One of these days, and it may not be long, it might be in our lifetime. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't it be great to just live until the trumpet sounded and the Lord 
has re, starts recreating the earth. I mean, that would be so phenomenal to me. And it's not scary to me. I think maybe when I was younger it was. But now it's not scary to me at all. I think we just want what God wants. If you could just have what God wants in your life every day, wouldn't that be the best? That would be the best of everything that you have. And God wants you to know that he loves you. It says in verse 10, John said, I cried with a loud voice. Salvation to our God which sits on the throne. The people around the throne are crying out to God. Salvation to our God which sits on the throne. Now, there is actually one word that sums that up that you find in other places in the Bible. Does anybody know what that word is? It's Hosanna. That's, that sentence is summarized in one word, Hosanna. That's what Hosanna means. And this is what they shouted when Jesus entered Jerusalem. They laid down the palm branches and shouted Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna to the king. That means salvation today, salvation now from the only king Honor and glory to the only king who can save our souls. You see, down deep inside, people know they have a soul that's going to live forever, and they're desperate for Jesus to give our souls eternal life. There's a longing down deep inside. The Bible says that our spirit yearns and groans to draw close to Jesus Christ. They cried with a loud voice, to our God which sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne and on their faces and they worshiped God. You see, I believe that if, if Jesus did appear, manifest himself where we could see him with, his, with our eyes here in this room, I don't believe that we would be up shouting... I believe we would be face down on the floor begging for mercy. The Bible says when Jesus shows up, people bow and hit the floor. We have become arrogant in our religions. We have become arrogant in our practice. I'm not necessarily saying you or me, but in general, I think the church has become a little arrogant. Because we preach this prosperity message and we preach everything is good and we preach God is our buddy or our friend or our pal. He is not our homie or our buddy or our friend or our pal. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords and if it wasn't for him, we could not draw one more breath. He is way above us. <coughs> he deserves our honor and praise. He deserves our obedience. He deserves glorification. And said in verse 12, Blessings and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered and said unto me, What are these or who are these that are arrayed in white robes? And where did they come from? And I love this scripture so much. I, I hear it in my head real often. I just love this scripture so much because it says, 
Sir, uh, you know who they are. See, he already knew the answer. He wanted to see if John knew who they were. And he said unto me, These are they that came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Guys, this is who we want to be. We want to be human beings that have come out of this great world of tribulation and our robes of white are only white because they're washed in the blood of the Lamb. Now, I do believe that tribulation he's referring to is a specific seven-year period of time, and I think it's going to start real soon. I don't know how soon. God's timetable, not mine. But the same goes for all of us. You know what? If the trumpet sounds and we all start rising up in the air, the Bible says it's going to happen. I believe it. The Bible says it's going to happen. I don't have to understand it. You know what? I told my Sunday school class earlier, I think what's going to happen is when we all start rising up to meet him in the air, the, uh, the rest of the world's going to think it's space alien abductions. I mean, they are going to say anything except for Jesus. But there's also going to be, the way I read it, Millions upon millions upon millions that are going to, from every nation, from every language, from every kind, from every background, that's going to fall to their knees and accept Jesus Christ. And then they are the great multitude that's going to be in heaven with us after the great tribulation. And I believe that Jesus Christ knows your name. And he's got it in his book of life. And it's not just going to be a random number of people. You notice he says there, do you notice that he says, which no man could number? He doesn't say God can't number them. He doesn't say Jesus doesn't know who they are or how many there are. He says no man is able to number this great multitude. And I don't know how many billions of people are going to be on the earth when the Lord comes back, but I'll promise you one thing. He is big enough to know every name. He is big enough to know every destiny. He is big enough to know every soul and you want to be in his family on that day that's what Palm Sunday is about it's about a picture of what is to come just like Jesus rode in to the old city of Jerusalem one day, Jesus is going to ride in on a white horse with all the saints of glory behind him into the new city of Jerusalem, his kingdom here on earth. I'm going to be a part of that. How about you? Not because of what I've done, but because of what he's done. Will you give your life to Jesus Christ? It's for eternity. It's not just about making you feel good today. It's for eternity. But it definitely makes you feel good. Amen? There's nothing make you feel better than have the burdens of your life lifted off 
by Jesus Christ. Would you stand with me?